Coming to you from Berlin's often incomplete Martian studio, this is First Draft Podcasts. And uh, I'm your host, Pony Isaacson. So, as many of you listeners are also creators of podcasts, I imagine you're like us and you've created some first drafts that have really not amounted into final products. So we were talking about this at the studio one day and then came up with the idea, hey, why don't we do a podcast about this? Why don't we make a first draft podcast? So in that spirit, here is a uh, an incomplete podcast uh, called um, A Mental Bangkok for Infinite Thailand Strategies by Victor Dream. And uh, after I, after Victor reads it, um, we'll talk a little bit about it and the uh, why it didn't work out or what's still going on with it. Okay, Victor, are you there? Hello, I'm here. So I'm going to read to you a podcast called A Mental Bangkok for Infinite Thailand Strategies. As Pony mentioned, this is an incomplete podcast. I haven't figured out how to sort of make it or send it. No, let's go. A one, two, a one, two, three. Here we go. This is a podcast with a very specific purpose. The purpose is to help the listener create, in their mind, a miniature model of an alternate universe, Bangkok. Why would you want to have inside of your mind a mental model of Bangkok in an alternate universe? Because with this model, you're going to be able to tell a very powerful kind of story about Thailand. It's a story about how Thailand, within 20 years, from, say, 2023 till 2024, was able to achieve developmental parity with Germany, that is, grow really fast. But most importantly, grow in a way that benefits everyone in society. The poor, most importantly, first, then the middle class, the army, the rich, the royalty, liberals, Muslims, Buddhists, Jews, Christians, atheists, psychedelic people. Everyone benefits from infinite Thailand. So how can you tell this story, this seemingly impossible story, and really believe it? Is it enough to say that the secret is a new national branding and social development strategy called Infinite Thailand? No, because while most people might have an idea about what a national branding strategy is, Thailand is in fact a leader in national branding strategies. Think about amazing Thailand strategy. Most people certainly don't know what a social development strategy is. There's a much better way to tell the story of Infinite Thailand. It's through stories. Yes, our mental model, our miniature imaginary Bangkok, this will let you tell stories that will make Infinite Thailand sound not just real, but also irresistible. A concept so good that it must be shared and developed. How can a mental model help you tell stories? Start with Rama 4 Road. Calling this a road is not exactly accurate. It's more of a highway, 10 lanes wide. Right now, a little north of Saladang 1 Alley, there's a metal bridge for pedestrians to walk across so they can get into Lumpini Park. This, so far, is all real. You can go there right now in 2022, 
or as it's known in Thai years, 2565, if you're in Bangkok, go ahead and walk on this bridge, walk past the bus stop, and then walk into Lumpini Park. Straight ahead of you is Lumpini Hall, and then to the right is a food court open only in the morning. Keep all of this in mind. It's all true. It's there now. Next, we're going to imagine the same area, Rama 4 Road, the metal pedestrian footbridge, the bus stop, Wimpini Hall, and the food court to our right. We're going to imagine all of these in an alternate reality, Bangkok. It's the year 2085. Oh, I got the year wrong. See, this is the problem. Okay, excuse me. It's the year 2085 in Thailand, and in our years, it's 20 years in the future, 2085 or 2042. And in this world, Rama 4 is completely covered by a tunnel park. This means that instead of having to walk over that narrow, somewhat dangerous-feeling pedestrian bridge, you can walk on a tunnel park from Soy Saladang 1 over into Lumpini Park. This tunnel park runs all the way your left over Saladang. It keeps going. It's a long tunnel park covering the highway where it splits into one path, heading the northwest on Rama 4 Road through Samyan Chinatown and then introduce it. And then on the other way, heads north into Racha Demiri, integrates with Flo and Cheat Road, turns east, down Sukhumvit, interlinking with the SkyTrain, all the way down to Sukhumvit 49, a.k.a. Hunglor, where it turns right and goes all the way up to the canal entrance. Whew! Turn to your right, and you see the tunnel park going down to the right, integrating itself into the massive Ben Chikati Park complex, and then around Kong Thui, it becomes a green pipe, integrating the originary ecosystem into a tube-like feature. This is the most shared site on the three most popular social Thai social media platforms. We'll get back to that later. The whole system is at present... 29 kilometers long. This is the tunnel park. But it's still expanding because wherever there are the tunnel parks, there is a consistent multiplier on real estate prices. If the Thai economy needs to grow by $4.5 trillion, this entails the creation of nine industries of about $500 billion each. Oh my God! The first of these would be real estate. Right now, in the current reality, Bangkok has two killer limitations from a global city perspective. Number one, pedestrian experience. Number two, parks. We could call this the PP problem. Walking around Bangkok is a marginally better experience than, say, Ho Chi Minh City, but very difficult compared to a stroll in Berlin or even a more marginal European spots such as Palma de Mallorca. There are two main problems with walking in Bangkok. One, dirty streets, and two, edge roads. Bangkok will soon have two world-class inner-city parks, Lumpini and Benjakati. But for a massive metropolis, it is still severely underparked. The creation of a growing system of tunnel parks, that is, building tunnels over the main edge roads of the city, and then putting a vast network of ever-growing shaded parks over these tunnels, not only gives Bangkok a cutting-edge pedestrian experience, one can be experienced more or less all the way all around the year, all year, man, but it also provides 
easily accessible park space for millions of Bangkokers of all social positions and economic opportunities to serve these park park growers, food stalls, yes, but also Michelin starred laboratory collective kitchens. More on that later. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. For now, let's return to the mental model, the tunnel park. Remember the little pedestrian bridge that used to run over Rama 9? Well, that bridge is still there, in fact, in this future. It's just integrated into the tunnel parks, right? Cool. It's been reconstructed in a way that there's food stands in it. Let's go visit one of these food stands. Um, we're going to call this place... Let's call it Dingley's. It's D Dingley's is a bi I'm horrible at names. I know it's one of my problems. <laughs> Dingley's is a place that sells biodynamic avocado indica milkshakes. The avocado is from a biodynamic farm in Chiang Rai, and the indica concentrate seed used for the milkshake is from a farm outside of Hua Hin. We can scan a QR code to the 420 DOP on the door that tells us more about the farm or the vintage of the cannabis concentrate. It also lets us know that it's legitimate. It's a very important system, which will... We have now, in fact, met our second $500 billion industry. It's cannabis! Right now, in our reality, cannabis is on the pathway to legalization in Thailand. But there's another different way that legalization can happen. It would be very easy for cannabis to just become another commodity controlled by elite corporations and further accelerate inequality within already unequal Thai society. But the infinite Thailand timeline adopts a different policy. You just heard it mentioned, 420 DOP. DOP means in Italiano, denominazione di origine protetta denomination of a protected origin. This DOP certifies that a specific product comes from a specific place. Likewise, the 420 DOP allows a specific farm outside of Hua Hin to certify and protect its cannabis products. Here, we can identify an underlying abstraction characteristic of all the infinite Thailand strategies, differentiation. It's relatively obvious how the 420 AOC program does this. Regional certification allows for the differentiation of a product, not just spatially, that is in terms of areas of origin, but also temporally. That is the concept of the vintage, vintage above. What that means is you can say, man, this cannabis oil from 2015 is really rough. Let's go for the 2018 brand letter. It's just smoother, man. Like you can have conversations like that. Okay, okay, Pony, I'm done. Oh, that was it. What do you think? Wow, that was a lot to take in. So tell me, Victor, why do you think it's incomplete? Why can't you go anywhere with this? Well, <laughs> I have a theory about this, TBH. Would you like... So the theory is relatively simple. The theory is just this. It's too big. It's like I have inside of my head this imaginary Bangkok, right? This whole world where I'm, I'm a lizard. I'm a lover. I'm a father. I'm a fat boy. I'm all these people in my imaginary Bangkok. And I had that world inside of me. But it's like when I was a child, I'll give you something intimate. I often held my shit in for a long period of time. <laughs> you understand? I was a constipated child. I held it in. I think I feel like something similar for this. I have this world inside of me, but I can't let it go. I'm just, you know. Wow, you are the most colorful podcast guest I've ever had. Thank you.
you know I'm also a professional raver as well as a city planner. I'm trying to combine nightlife and urban planning in a new design called night planning. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's a joke. So why did I not finish this? I think it's, it's just too big. I just can't. I feel like I'm speaking to nobody. The idea is too big. And I don't, I don't, it's, I love it. This is the world I probably want to live in most. Like, I love the warmth. I love Thailand. I love the idea of a good idea taking over, you know. That just thrills me. It just fills me with vinegary delight. But at the same time, I'm just, I feel a little stuck on it. Well, you know what they say about being stuck. The first step is to admit you're stuck. So I guess with that, thanks for coming in. Um... Victor, and I hope we'll be able to actually broadcast your work in its full form. You know, you're always welcome to come and submit your work. Thank you so much, Pony Darling. And thanks, team at the Martian Studio. I see you loaf up there. Hats up to Sound Recorder Loaf, the one who puts it all together. Thank you, team. Bye.